Hello again to all you listeners and viewers. We're Megan and Morgan, and on today's show, we are going to be talking about the importance of art and how that helps us to form our vision of the human person as gift. That's what's coming in this episode of Naked Without Shame. Open Okay, before we begin, um, we just wanted to invite you to download the Awaken app. Um, the Awaken app is basically like a social media alternative. Um, you can get on and you can talk with people who are like-minded. You can also talk with show hosts such as me and Megan. Um, and you can also have access to prayers. Um, there's a shop, all sorts of cool things. So to download the Awaken app, you go to theawakenapp.io. And Morgan and I are also excited to invite you to consider joining our patronage community. If you go to the website, nakedwithoutshameshow.com, you will see us there and opportunities and ways in which you can support us in this ministry. You'll see videos and content from us and joining our patronage community allows you to have perks such as time spent with us, uh, communicating more with us about the theology of the body and other TOB resources. Hi everyone. If you're interested in going on a pilgrimage yet this year, you can visit selectinternationaltours.com slash awaken. Okay. So today's topic, Morgan, is art, art and media. Mm -hmm. And why are we talking about this? Well, John Paul II clearly thinks this is important because he wrote about it in the Theology of the Body text. He has a section on um, just the role of art and media um, and, and the importance of that in understanding the human person, actually. Mm -hmm. So for all of you art fans uh, <laughs> or, or maybe future art, art fans or artists, this could be an interesting talk for you. Yeah. Yes. So we're going to start off by kind of highlighting um, in the text what John Paul II says, um, in particular about the importance of how art and seeing art, particularly the human body and art, forms our understanding of like ourselves, but also through in, in culture, right? Yeah. So art is a fundamental part of a culture for, for years, for centuries. People have drawn images on the sides of caves and have created sculptures of the human person. Mm -hmm. So this is nothing new. This is, this goes back to primitive times. I mean, yeah, it's like such an essential part of humanity. They say that yeah. I've heard before that that is actually like the first sign of humanity versus whatever we were before, according to evolution, like, uh, Neanderthals. Like the animals, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, or like or Neanderthals. The, okay. before we were homo sapiens, like okay. the, what they would distinguish homo sapiens by is art. Ah, nice. I, I don't. I forgot where I heard this. This might be totally wrong, <laughs> but it was. I but thought it, it was really good. interesting. Yeah, that art is like a really essential part of humanity. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. So John Paul II actually says that um, using art sharpens our personal human sensibilities and is certainly a factor in fruit of of culture. So he agrees. <laughs> he, he's like, hey, this this like actually sharpens our understanding of who we are and the truths around us, right? So, so using art and, and viewing art, um, yeah, takes into ourselves like an idea of 
the artist's intent, shall we say? Yeah. Right. So art is created from a person. Mm -hmm. It's inspired by a person. And so something of the artist comes out in the art, yeah. the, the intent of the artist, right? Yeah. And their view of reality. Yeah. Their right. like perception of truth and goodness and beauty mm -hmm. is, yeah, echoed in the art piece. There's yeah. something of yeah. that. And, right. that, and then, then we are like the viewer of the art mm -hmm. is then shaped by that. Yeah. And that's like a huge part of culture. Yeah. Throughout human sure. history is artists mm -hmm. sort of like proposing a vision of reality and then a culture being formed by that and then producing more artists. And it's, it's an interesting dynamic. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. It's, but yeah. It's essential in like creating a worldview. I mean. Yeah. Mm, okay. Let's talk a little bit about that. Creating a worldview because yeah. we talk a lot about. Uh, how the theology of the body sh can help us shape our Christian worldview as right. a gift. So in a really particular way, the human person or the human artist can also influence that worldview based on how he expresses his heart, his or her heart. Yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Um, so this is really important, right? So if if we are to be artists or if we're going to be enjoying art. We want to make sure that the worldview lines up with the Christian worldview of gift, the sacramental worldview. Yeah. And that it's also lining up with reality. You know, mm -hmm. it's not like we're just like trying to produce a Christian worldview, like impose that on reality. Yeah. Um, if that makes sense. But it's like we're we're seeing reality rightly. We're seeing it in its truth and in its full beauty and glory. Mm -hmm. um, and so we want to be we want true art. Like not just Christian art. I mean, yes, Christian art, but true art. Mm -hmm. I think that's that's sort of the the goal of the Christian artist. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. That's great. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. So John Paul II also kind of like calls that to task, like for the the artist in the theology of the body. He says, in particular, artists who are recreating the human body in art. The artist who takes up this subject in any sphere of art or by audiovisual technologies must be conscious of the full truth of the object, of the whole scale of values connected with it. He must not only take them into account abstractly, but also live them rightly himself. Yeah. So that's interesting. Yeah, that is really interesting. So can you think of a piece of art or like a an example of where the artist has achieved this. Mm. Something you've seen. Interesting. I know you like you like art, Morgan. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I do. I do. <laughs> I don't. I'm trying to think. I mean, this is kind of an interesting question. Um, yeah, I think um, for me, art has been like a really important part of my. Um, conversion and my sort of being formed in um, Christianity. Um, I'd say that there have been a few, um, I would say for, for me, mostly like literature. I mean, I know that's not visual or we're going to be kind of focusing on visual art in this mm -hmm. talk, but for me, like literature, like um, people like um, Paul Claudel, um, in the tidings brought to Mary, it's like a really beautiful um, novel from the early 20th century. Um, that just like really, yeah, his his intent. I mean, he was also a convert, um, 
and his intent was really to like propose Christianity to like this modern world. Um, I'm trying to yeah, gather so many examples of that, like in, in literature. Um, and then, yeah, I think also just like think the, the most easy answer to this question is like, think like the Renaissance, like the classics, like this, this was the, in some sense, like height of the Christian worldview, um, you know, following the middle ages where Christianity really became like this kind of empire in the Western world. Um, the Renaissance really captures like sort of in a sense, like the fullness of, and the, um, yeah, the height of the Christian worldview. And, um, yeah, it's an interesting thing because it both reflects that culture. It reflects like a, a thoroughly Christian culture. I mean, it had its problems for sure. It's not to say it's perfect, but like it, it does, it represents that culture. And then at the same time, it forms it, it, it reinforces it and forms it. And it, it forms people in a way of thinking. I mean, think of, yeah, something like a classic example would be like the Sistine Chapel. Um, I was just in Italy and just like taking in all this beauty all the time. I was so struck because, um, you know, obviously as an American, like we're not used to beauty um, <laughs> we really crave it. And so yeah, being in Italy, like all of us Americans, I was with a group of friends and we were just like, wow. I, I, I always have this thought of like, it, I think it's so easy to, um, it's so much easier to see reality in a beautiful, good way if that makes sense when you're in when you're surrounded by beauty like that mm. like you just feel this like peace and this like inspiration um constantly and then it like it really like it was a fuel to my prayer um mm. so yeah I really I've definitely experienced that where like art does really shape and influence your way of seeing reality mm -hmm. and then compare that to like you know driving through like a modern city that's like, you know, dilapidated and depressed. And you're just like, you just feel, you're not inspired. I mean, you're not inspired to pray. Mm -hmm. You don't feel like at mm -hmm. one or at harmony with reality. You're just kind of, mm -hmm. it's, it produces this numbness in you. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, yeah, I don't know. That'd be my answer. Yeah, what that's do you a great think? Answer. Well, I, uh, I liked what you said about beauty, uh, that stood out to me in your answer. Just, uh, yeah, communicating um, beauty in art is so important, and and we also do want to affirm that like art is just it's good in and of itself. Like creating is very good, self expression is good in art. Um, once again, like getting to the truth of like who God is and who man is expressed through art is is like a, a real good and true experience, right? So. Yeah. Um, yeah, like including beauty in that, um, it, it just is a part of who God is and who the human person is. So when you see something beautiful in art, it's like, wow, like I'm, I'm drawn to that. I, I like want to contemplate that more. Um, and especially like in light of the human body, I liked that you mentioned literature because literature and writing is also an art. It's an expression mm -hmm. of a person, um, thinking back to yeah like art in the human body like the the communication of dignity and beauty of and of this element of the divine in a person mm -hmm. um is is great i think i think it's really really wonderful yeah well let's transition now into kind of 
what can happen when that is not like the foundation of the artist's heart this this desire to communicate the whole truth of the person as gift mm-hmm. as beautiful mm-hmm. as as um a participation in the divine like life of god you know this this mm-hmm. beauty and that elevates you um yeah i think we would say that that uh is is maybe prevalent in our culture particularly with um the over sexualization of the body yeah in the culture that's yeah. that's throughout it. i mean you know we we have media so we have access to images of people all the time um but in a particular way it seems like in recent decades the human body has been shown to be um more like an object like a like a sexual object in a reductive way yeah like a really reductive way not to not to say that like the the human person um shouldn't have like sexuality included in the in the you know what i mean like in its demonstration i mean you see it like a picture of a naked body in art like yeah. that's just a part of the person you and know like da vinci but, i mean it's, right. it's a beautiful and it's a dignifying i mean when you look at that when you look at like a nude painting mm-hmm. by one of the renaissance artists like da vinci and you're just like wow like you're not you you see like the full dignity of that person and you're just like in awe of how beautiful the body is mm-hmm. and it doesn't it, you don't feel like this sort of when, when you look at like a uh, i don't know like a Victoria's Secret ad like you don't have the same experience mm-hmm. at least I don't like it's yeah. like there's sort of like this shame or this kind of like oh I shouldn't be looking at this person like this like this is not fully right there's something off about this mm-hmm. versus like a new Leo, Leonardo da Vinci nude and you're like it's a totally opposite experience but it's not yeah. about like um, how much clothing they're wearing that's what's interesting right. it's about the gaze actually and the intent of the artist yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that's exactly right. Yeah, like we can tell they're different. Like same picture or same kind of like you're saying body, but there's mm-hmm. there's a something in like the Victoria's Secret ad that entices like this concupiscence, yeah, this lust to the body. Yeah, um, not that sexual desire is bad, right? But like the fact that in that portrayal. There's there's an intimacy that's not respected in a way. Like uh-huh. there's a, there's an intimacy that is necessary for the gift of self that's enticed in a in an image that isn't ordered to love. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, which John Paul it's II reduced. mentioned. The, the, I mean the, mm-hmm. the person is is portrayed purely in a sexual way without minus their dignity basically, minus mm-hmm. like the the rest of who they are. And so it's the whole like classic thing that I, I think it's a Christopher West. Mm-hmm. Is that Christopher West that says that? It's it's not that pornography shows too much. It's that it shows too little. Uh-huh. I think yeah. that this is what's what we're trying to get at here. Yeah. Is that like, it's not that it's like bad to show the body. Mm-hmm. And it's not, it's also not that sexual desire is bad or that sexuality is bad. It's that it's when it's reduced and it's separated from the whole of the person, it becomes a violation. It becomes That's an offense it. against the dignity, dignity of the person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, for sure. And that's that shame that we're we're experiencing when we see that. That that's that kind of like, ooh, like I don't know if this is right. Um, I feel there's something just mm-hmm. off about it in your experience, I think. And yeah. I think that that can become, you know, covered over by a lot of people. We we become desensitized to these we things. Do. In fact, John Paul II also talks about that <laughs> in this section. <laughs> yeah. He talks about shame as like a function of society. We will never get rid of shame in this life. Mm-hmm. And it does indicate that we are 
you know, we have a tendency to sin, but it actually does have a positive aspect too. Like it, mm-hmm. it protects us from entering into something that might not be good for us. Yeah. Like, oh, shame. Not like I'm to our dignity. Yeah, yeah. Like if I, if I follow this, this image of the Victoria's Secret ad, or I get tempted to view pornography, like the shame is a good function to say, like, actually, I don't, I don't think this is how I should be viewing this right now. This yeah. isn't like the fullness of the person. Mm-hmm. This, this won't make me happy actually to go down this, yeah. this path. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, John Paul II definitely affirms like the role of shame and that we should really listen to our, our shame. You know yeah. What I mean? Yeah. We should listen to it. That's interesting. That's a really good point. Yeah. I mean, shame, not in a, um, yeah, shame in a, in a sort of positive way. Mm-hmm. It's an interesting thing to distinguish between like a, a bad kind of shame where it's like you feel like you're inherently wrong or messed up or like that's that's an unhealthy kind of shame. But there is a, a right kind of shame that he talks about in the theology of the body that just wants, it's a self-protective mechanism. Mm-hmm. It's why Adam and Eve covered themselves because mm-hmm. they sensed that they would no longer after the fall be viewed in the fullness of who they were. Right. And so they instinctually wanted to protect themselves. And that's that's good. I mean, that's... That's something to honor within yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So with this in mind, we have, we have like this call to really, yeah, use art for the sake of developing a culture with a beautiful worldview of gift, right? Mm-hmm. Especially in light of the human body, portraying the human body in art and media can really like teach us about who we are about who others are on the flip side we've we've had this experience too of like oh this is uh you know an image in art and media could be reduced um to the level of like the sexual value of a person without seeing the full meaning of the person right where that sexual value kind of um gets gets lifted into the personal value mm-hmm. when we were talking to, with uh, jason everett a few episodes ago he mentioned this yeah. this concept of the personal value and the sexual value of the yeah. person. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was really great that that uh, chastity, like the virtue of chastity allows us to, um, yeah, take that up into understanding the per- whole person mm-hmm. and like loving them rightly right. rather than, yeah, objectifying them. So that was a little, sorry, a little tangential, but it kind of makes sense there, <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, 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 um, no, totally. <laughs> it's so, totally related. Yeah, it's related. So... In light of our culture being, as some would say, like over-sexualized or, or maybe even in a sense like a, like pornographic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how do we then begin to, to not see ourselves that way or see others that way? Because it's so pervasive. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. How do we, how do we begin to see that? Even if, even if you, yeah, like our trying to live a good Catholic life. You're not, you know, you're not trying, you're trying to remain, uh, you're trying to have custody of your eyes, right? <laughs> That's what I mean. Yeah. Um, and to see and, people rightly yes. and to see yourself rightly. And yet you live in this culture where we're constantly bombarded by these, like we were saying before, like art shapes our vision of reality. Mm-hmm. It just does. It's inevitable. When we're exposed to a piece of art, we're formed in a certain way of viewing reality that the artist is kind of trying to communicate. Mm-hmm. And so when we, yeah, even if we're trying to live this like great Catholic life and 
see things truly and honor ourselves and others, like we're, we still have that formation and it comes, it's subconscious. It's not something that we, again, we choose. Um, when we go around and we see Victoria's Secret ads or stuff on TV that's like violent or like, yeah, reductive, um, reducing people sexually. Mm-hmm. Um, we can't help but be formed by that. Mm-hmm. And it influences the way we, I mean, we, I think it, yeah, it does a lot of things. I think it can make us skeptical of like how we're being seen by other people. If that's like, if we're constantly seeing that vision of reality, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, so then we, we think like, well, maybe other people are looking at me that way. Or maybe you start to look at yourself that way. And it becomes this sort of like, um, the shame or this like self hatred. I think that happens very often, especially, mm-hmm. um, to women, but to men too. Um, mm-hmm. we internalize basically this vision that we, we see, um, in basically what you're saying, like pornographied, pornographied (laughs) (laughs) images or depictions. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 So what would be like a, a way in which to begin to create a culture of life, really like a culture of love, a culture of like vision of the gift of the human person, I think it, like the first thing is to understand the truth of yourself mm. and to and to really like renounce those things that come up in you. Mm. Like, oh, this I'm I'm sensing like this tendency to think of myself as an object. Yeah. Or I'm sensing this like shame I have about me because I I don't fit in with these this art or these images. Mm-hmm. Like kind of renounce them. Say like this is not true. This is not the truest part of who I am. Yeah, yeah. Or or even when you're tempted to, to see something and and realize like that this is causing concupiscence, like renounce it. Like this is not the truest thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that could be one step. Like that could be Renouncing helpful. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's essential. Mm-hmm. But then on the other hand, like forming in yourself the truth is mm-hmm. I think equally important because mm-hmm. I think it's Fulton Sheen. I'm going to mess up this quote, but he's like, you can't basically the, the gist of it is you can't, um, you can't replace sin with nothingness. You have to put place a good in there. Yeah. Basically. Mm-hmm. Or else you're, I mean, it's, you're not gonna be able to do it. Basically. Yeah. You, know, you, you need to be, sin is trying to, um, the whole thing about sin is like, you're looking for a good, mm-hmm. um, but you're missing the mark. I mean, that's, and you're confused about what the good is. Um, we can't help but want to be happy. We can't help but want to seek the good, but we're confused and that's why we sin. And so to be formed then in what's truly good is like the most essential part of kind of getting all this, yeah, this shame and this like this gaze of concupiscence on ourselves and on others out of our system. Like we, mm-hmm. we need the good. We need to be formed in mm-hmm. what the, the truth of man really is. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that there's a lot of ways that we can do that. I'd say... I don't know. Do you have any ideas? Well, I think that like creating good art yourself could be like a way, Yeah, you know, like having like a movement of artists who, yeah. who like want to create beautiful things, beautiful films, beautiful absolutely images of the human body, beautiful music. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, I think there probably is from my recollection, like a movement of artists who are trying to do this in the, mm-hmm. in our culture. Yeah, they're definitely um, because are. because they see the importance of how that transforms the way you you see reality. Like we're saying, yeah, you know, yeah. 
So maybe tapping into like those resources. I can't think of any off the top of my head, honestly. Um, if you're uh, out there, <laughs> let us know. Let us know. <laughs> we'll shout you out. We'll, we'll shout you out. Yes. Um, yeah. So. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm. Yeah. yeah um, I can. I can't think of the name. <laughs> That there, I, I know of. I know yeah. Catholic artists that are like really, really passionate about yeah. theology, the body, and mm-hmm. like want to portray the human body in a way that's like beautiful mm-hmm. and dignified. Yeah. Um, because our sight is so important, yeah. you know, like like the way we see things and and like understand things is so important. You can tell when somebody is looking at you with love and when they're not. Yeah, like that's that's like. I think intuitive. We all know that. And so, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's important to, to form, form your site, I guess. Yeah. Through beautiful art. Yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. absolutely. So I'd say, yeah, that, that would be one of the main things is just like fill, fill yourself with Mm -hmm. beautiful things. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And I mean, prayer, I'd, I'd say too, is like a big part of this. It's like, you need to be praying. You need to be like, in touch with the source of goodness, truth, and beauty, mm-hmm. um, constantly in mm-hmm. order to like, also to undo all of these lies basically that we've internalized. Mm-hmm. It's necessary. Um, yeah. And then that, I mean, the, the beautiful thing about an artist is like, especially like one that's prayerful, um, is that they, they are in touch with that source of like goodness and truth and beauty. Like I was saying, and then they can recreate that gaze um, and allow other people to enter into it. It's really a beautiful, beautiful vocation, the vocation mm-hmm. of artists. I mean, John Paul II talks about that, that artists have like a true vocation and it's like a necessary um, element to, to basically restoring culture. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, if you're if you're a Catholic artist, keep doing what you're <laughs> yes, doing. Yes. Yeah. And I I will say, too, that like the call of the artist is not easy in this culture. Like it's, mm. it's not easy yeah. to really um, always sell the beautiful, you know, mm. like, you know, the, this reductive cheapened kind of vision of the human person is, is more easily kind of sold and, and taken in. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, it's, it's just easier. Yeah. It, it, it requires a, a, virtue really like yeah. it, it requires virtue to be like no i, I want to form myself in what is good not just what's easy to consume or what everybody else is consuming or what the culture around me is consuming mm-hmm. but to say like no i want something greater i want i want to hold out for something more beautiful yeah um for my life and for my understanding of who i am yeah and that's what's so. So interesting about john paul ii saying that there's like a direct correlation between the morality basically of the artist and their ability to produce beautiful art because, I mean, if morality is this ability to see rightly and to act accordingly, I mean, that is what's going to produce true art, mm. basically. Right. That I mean, it makes total yeah. sense. And so, yeah, it's really interesting. Like the, the vocation of the artist is also like you have a responsibility um, to form yourself and to to learn to love um, rightly. Yeah. And yeah, then it's like a it's a tremendous gift to the world. Absolutely. Um, the fruit of that's that. So, good. so yeah. yeah, that sounds great. All right. So as we wrap up today, uh, yeah, we'll just, we hope that you took something away about, yeah, the importance of art in culture. Um, if you're 
not really an art con- connoisseur, <laughs> observer, creator. Uh, yeah, maybe consider like, yeah, going and checking out art or or something and and seeing like this experience of your heart. What is the the artist trying to communicate? Is it beautiful? Yeah. Is it not? Um, start to yeah experience that for yourself and and hopefully after listening to this, you understand the importance of art uh, for the understanding of yourself. So, all right. Well, thanks for joining us again today. Uh, We hope to see you next time and God bless.